How can I improve my talks? There are entire books about how to plan talks, and that is not really the remit of this one. So I'll limit myself to a few observations. If you want to read books on speaking well, I recommend The Official TED Guide to Public Speaking, Taming Tigers, The Art of Asking, The Wealthy Speaker, awful title, useful book, Storyworthy, The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs, Public Speaking for Introverts, and Slideology. If you'd prefer a blog, dip into Nancy Duarte and Presentation Zen. Above all, I'd recommend watching other people speak. Pay attention to what they do well and what feels phony. There are so many good talks to watch online, whatever your interests. The TED archive is a perfect place to begin studying speakers. Search www.ted.com by topic, by recommendation or sheer weight of numbers. If overly polished, overly earnest Californians start to grate, head to a Welsh cowshed via www.thedolectures.com and start figuring out how to get from where you are to where you could be. Planning a talk is not an easy process. I spent two solid weeks putting together a 20-minute talk for my session at the Do Lectures. Mark Twain allegedly wrote to Winston Churchill, or something like that, saying, I didn't have time to write a short letter, so I wrote a long one instead. The same holds true for giving talks. After years of speaking, I could very easily stand up and blag an hour's talk with zero preparation. But crafting a compelling short speech is a fiendish exercise in pairing away. The best way to prepare for giving a long talk is by preparing for a short talk. If you can distill your thoughts into a Pecha Kucha format where you have just 20 slides that move on automatically every 20 seconds, then you are well placed to do a full keynote. Pecha Kucha is my favourite format for both watching and giving talks. See www.bit.ly slash night of adventure for example of talks from many working adventurers. If you're uncertain about how to structure your presentation, I'd suggest planning to use most of your allotted time to share your adventures, failings and learnings. Keep a few minutes at the end for questions so that the audience can ask about what they really care about, not what you guess they might care about. This time is also a useful buffer in case you accidentally speak for longer than intended, which you're likely to do at first. If you are nervous about the deafening silence of zero questions, prime a friendly audience member or two with questions to kick proceedings off. I've never given a talk where there were no questions at all, but I have occasionally had to cajole the first one out of someone to break the ice. In fact, I'm always impressed by how many questions audiences do have. When I'm an audience member, I've never dared to put my hand up and ask a question. I know that's weird when I'm now quite accustomed to being on stage in front of everybody. When planning your talk, consider that the audience has given up their valuable time to listen to you. What can you add to their day that a quick email would not do just as well? How can you help the audience? What are the key messages you wish to convey? Why are you giving this talk and not somebody else? How honest dare you be? Once you have settled on your themes, 
Begin to weave their threads subtly through your talk, building up to the critical closing message. Don't feel the need to say everything. Stick to the stories that really get across your tale's essence. Telling stories is a good way to entertain the audience and convey memorable points simultaneously. Be passionate, truthful and honest. Empathy always helps. Don't gloss over your struggles and triumphs. Do be self-deprecating and laugh at your own expense where appropriate. You can't have too much humour, so long as it is actually funny. If you're not a humorous person, don't try to be funny. Integrity is king. Over time, the delivery of your anecdotes will improve. Pay close attention to the body language of the audience to decide which of your stories deserve expanding and which should be shelved. Similarly, treat the Q&A sessions like an invaluable customer feedback survey. Notice what they are most interested in and incorporate those aspects into your next talk. Axe even your most heroic, mock-humble yarns if nobody cares about them but you. If you're unsure how to design your slides, go for a nice photo or even a blank slide with no more than one sentence of text on it in a large, simple font to jog your memory and prime the audience. Assume that the venue will have terrible visibility, so if you must have text on your slides, position it high up on the slide. Your audience will be savvy consumers of digital presentations and only too aware of death by PowerPoint. That means no clip art, no pixelated images, no funny video of a kitten in a tree to start us off, no long lists of text swooshing with sound effects, and no exceptions. It isn't 1997. If in doubt, heed Guy Kawasaki's rule, 10, 20, 30, which suggests that no PowerPoint presentation should have more than 10 slides, last for more than 20 minutes, and contain any font smaller than 30 points. Do not try to cram too much material into your talk. Less is more. Fewer slides is generally better. Regard them as prompts and titivation, not a crutch. Focus on having fewer take-home messages, but making each one count. Remember that people seldom say, Oh, I wish that talk had been longer. Finally, the time to give your talk has arrived. You've practiced in front of your bathroom mirror enough times. You know you've got the timing spot on and are confident with the narrative thread. Here are a few tips to help you deliver a better talk. Once you've taken a deep breath, checked your flies are zipped up and stepped out smiling into the spotlight. Make sure you know how to use the microphone and technology beforehand. You won't create a good impression by being bad at these basic skills. Decide in advance exactly what your first sentence is going to be. This will remove the umming and ahhing that often marks the starts of talks. Nobody needs or remembers a rambling, wet beginning that takes two minutes to get going. Open with something solid and clear and relevant. The same applies to your closing sentence. It is the most important sentence of your whole talk. However much you ad-lib your material, don't fluff these key moments by leaving them to waffly chance. Always speak clearly, make eye contact with people all around the room and smile when appropriate. Don't cower behind a lectern unless the event dictates that you have to. Move around the stage, but not in a manic, caged animal kind of way. Show the audience your passion and your expertise. Don't just tell them, 
about it. Remember, you're on stage because you are the expert. You know more about your subject than the audience does, hopefully. They want you to do well, to entertain them and to teach them. Let that thought help you to relax and be confident. Vary the pace throughout your talk. Without changes of pace and tone, an hour starts to feel like a long time. Be careful if you choose to accept questions during the talk. It's easy to lose your narrative thread or get interrupted by questions about topics you'd plan to explain later on. I always prefer to take questions at the end. Try to resist looking up at the screen all the time. It's depressing how often speakers give talks with their backs to the audience throughout. The most I ever do is cast a quick glance to check that the displayed photo still matches the story I'm telling. Remember the rule about having the minimum amount of text possible on each slide. Please don't have lists of bullet points which you then proceed to read out more slowly than I can read them in my head. You could have just emailed your presentation to me and I'd read it at home in the bath, not in some shabby conference centre near a motorway junction. I know this is what everyone who has ever advised on speaking says, yet it is also what happens at every single event I sit through. It sounds obvious, but speakers still do it, and it is so boring. There are many factors involved in doing your job as a speaker well, beyond merely giving a good talk, so that your client feels happy and hopefully will book you again for future events. You need to build excellent interpersonal skills, focus on communication and empathy, understand what motivates different people, and spend time building and managing relationships. These combine to help you create a reputation within the speaking circuit. Of course, your talks need to be consistently good, engaging and on brief. It's important to tailor them to specific and diverse audiences to ensure that you're relevant whilst remaining authentic. This requires listening carefully to a client's needs and asking pertinent questions. Organisers often struggle to articulate precisely what they hope to get out of their event. They know they want a good talk, but they don't yet know what that means, nor how it amplifies their overall aims. How can you relate your stories to the audience's lives and professional situations in a non-cheesy, non-patronising, subtle way? You need to be honest, thoughtful and considerate. Your talk's not about you, it's about the audience. You have to be ready to be flexible. I once had to slash an hour's talk down to 15 minutes on the fly, thanks to the previous speaker overrunning by 45 minutes. You also need not to be that clown of a speaker. It always gives me an evil villain shiver of delight when the speaker on stage before me is boring, corny or talks for too long. They're going to make me look great, so long as I don't make the same mistakes. You need to pay close attention to the day's tone so that you can weave your story smoothly into the narrative of the whole event. I like to sit in on a few sessions before I'm due on stage myself. You have to be able to read the room and pick up on the vibe. Does the audience want you to entertain, to inform or to inspire? Should you throw out some blunt home truths? Or do they want you to make them laugh after hours of mind-numbing stuff about financial targets and redundancies? Do they just want you to hurry up so they can get to lunch? You need to be friendly and sociable throughout the event. 
even though my preference would always be to hide in a corner reading a book. Although you are an external speaker, you know you've done your job well when delegates treat you as one of them during the lunch break or evening drinks afterwards. Above all, be passionate, be clear about your message and do not overrun. The old maxims are often true. Tell us what you're going to say. Say it. Tell us what you said. Sit down. The audience might like your talk, but they like the coffee break even more. Quick question. I want to switch careers to adventure photography and writing. Where do I start? Start taking photos and writing stories. Practice, get good, build up an online portfolio. Teach yourself through YouTube videos, online courses, or by going to night school. Get known in your niche. Interact helpfully with those you admire on social media, blogs and forums. Share your work, tell people about it, and seek out helpful criticism. Do some work for free to build up your skills, portfolio and connections. The question of whether to work for free is a thorny one. But seeing as you already have a job, I'd countenance doing it here to help you get known more quickly. Repeat the above steps for as long as it takes, but with a vital difference of now charging as much as you can get away with. This figure will be small to begin with. Keep nudging it higher as your skills and reputation grow. You know you're charging too little when nobody questions your fee or tries to haggle it down. You know you're charging too much when the phone stops ringing. As a rough guide, my preference would be to keep the phone ringing all day. When it gets too busy, push your prices up. Repeat until you have too much work to keep up your regular job. Drop down to four days a week, then three days a week until you're earning enough from your new work to be able to make the switch completely. And now the hard work begins. Good luck. Enjoy it. <laughs>